Welcome to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey, a podcast series for women in midlife who yearn to gain new clarity and purpose for the afternoon of life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today we have a wonderful friend of mine, Kathy Donaldson, all the way from Northern Australia in Queensland, Townsville. Kathy is a qualified counsellor, mindset coach, teacher, trainer, and author. And with more than 25 years' experience, Kathy has assisted clients gain an understanding of themselves and how thinking and feeling influences behaviours in both positive and negative ways. In addition to working with organisations as a clinician and trainer, Kathy also provides individual professional coaching, mentoring and debriefing, and provides proven strategies to empower and facilitate rapid and positive change. Kathy's also worked with couples and families, helping them to gain a positive mindset, active parenting and nurturing family relationships. What an amazing background Kathy has and so much more that she's been doing. And Kathy, a very big welcome. It's lovely to have you with us today. Thanks, Anne. It's a pleasure to be here and it's a great honour to be here. Yes, we first met Kathy, didn't we, when we were doing some training work in coaching together? Yes. All online. Yes. That seems a lifetime away ago, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems to be a, a time just flies, doesn't it? It goes so quickly. It does, yes. Kathy, you've got such a range of amazing experience and now you've embarked already or embraced the afternoon of life. And I wonder, could you share a little bit uh, about the experience for you of moving into and through that transition into the afternoon of life? And were there any fears about stepping into the unknown there? Uh, no, I, I think I've been very lucky, very fortunate to be uh, very healthy. I did have a hysterectomy when I was about 45 and uh, that was a great relief for me because, um, you know, I had a, a bit of difficulty with periods over my time, you know, with um, um, losing heaps and uh, being uncomfortable and painful and whatever. So um, having that hysterectomy gave me another um burst in my life I think because uh you know it just gave me that um that feeling of of freedom I think because uh, I wasn't um laden down with a whole lot of the the trauma that's just attached to having periods and whatever but uh I guess for me um one of the things that I've always had or one of the mysteries in the in the back of my mind that I've always had is uh finding my biological family and uh, I guess my story goes back to when I was about three weeks old and I was adopted by some uh, a lovely couple, my mum and dad, that I know as my mum and dad, and um, it's Mabry and Norm Kempton. And, um, you know, I had a wonderful childhood. I was an only child. Some people might think I was spoiled, but I don't think so. Um, <laughs> in fact, I had wonderful neighbours, um, four boys and two girls, um, uh, in the family next door so I used to go over there frequently and of course when that got a bit too noisy I used to come home and enjoy my own company <laughs> and the company of a lot of adults uh, you know as you can imagine being an only child um, you're introduced to a lot of adults and spend a lot of time with um, adults so 
Um, I really appreciated that time because um, I had lots of opportunities in sport and um, learning the piano and um, went to good schools and had great friends. So I really appreciated, um, you know, those first 18, 20 years of my life because uh, I think that's where, you know, I found um, really great values that I live by and um, they brought me up to, to be the person I think that, that I have become. So um, I guess just moving along, I guess when I was about nine, my parents um, mentioned to me that I was adopted and uh, I think that was a good age because I was able to accept the fact that, um, you know, I was adopted and I was chosen. That was the word that they were using. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just um, enjoyed being there. And I I, I think um, I appreciated the fact that um, they had told me that then because I had heard a lot of people when they get to 21 or 22 and then they're told it's, it's a late in their life, too late in their life to be told. So then, um, <clears throat> yeah, all went well. I went, uh, became a teacher and um, moved around the, the state a little bit. And uh, when I came to Townsville, a friend of mine um, who had a daughter and had um, her daughter adopted out because she couldn't look after her at the time, um, she was talking to me about an experience that she had and it was about her daughter contacting her and um, <clears throat> the daughter had lived in New Zealand but she had contacted her and they had spent some time together and she said, oh, it was just such a special time when, you know, she'd always thought about this daughter and wondered where she was and what she was doing and now she's made that connection and um, she's um, had that opportunity of being with her for um, a couple of weeks and um, it, it was a really lovely um, experience for her and she said to me well you know you're adopted what about your biological parents do you ever wonder who they are and at that stage I hadn't really because you know my mother was my mother and I had a teacher and by that stage I was married and had two kids so you know there were other priorities in my life but always at the back of my mind it was a mystery you know who were my parents who do I have any brothers or sisters that's what I was really wondering you know is there anyone that looks like me you know <laughs> and um so um anyway that uh, instigated a bit of a um a question for my biological mum and I said to her one day um do you know who my biological uh, my adopted mum sorry um do you know who my biological parents are and uh she answered very sternly and said, oh, you might be sorry to know that. And I kind of took a step back and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, out of respect for my mum, I'm not bringing this up again. You know, obviously it's it's hit a bit of a, a sore point with her and, um, you know, she's been so good to me and mum and dad have been so good to me. I don't want to upset them or, you know, um, worry about um, finding out who my parents are when, um, you know, she had that kind of a response. So um, time went on and uh, in 2005 my mum passed away. My dad had passed away previously but my mum passed, um, passed away in 2005 and I thought to myself, well, this is the time. I think this is the time 
in my life, um, I guess it's around menopause time, um, but, you know, it, it's time for me now to explore that mystery and, and try and find out a little bit more about where I came from and my roots and I guess it was good for health reasons as well, just to find out if anybody in the family, there were, were any health issues. So what I did was I did have a birth certificate and I did have some adoption papers. So I knew who my mum was, but it was never an obsession with me. I was never obsessed with trying to find out out of respect for my parents. So what I thought was, um, and I won't be using um, real names here out of respect for the family and, um, you know, the people that might know them or whatever. I, I guess they may not, but I just want to be careful. So let's just say um, my name was Shirley Smith um, on my adoption papers um, and my mother's name was Andrea. Um, so I knew that her name was Andrea, Andrea Smith, we'll just say, and I thought, oh, okay, what will I do? So I looked up the yellow pages and I knew I was born in Brisbane because that's where I was brought up. So I looked up for an A. Smith and there was no A. Smiths in Brisbane but there was one in Cairns and I thought, okay, I'll give that a go. Anyway, I got on to, let's call him this A. Smith in Cairns. His name is Andrew and just for the sake of this show. And um, I got on to Andrew and I just said, oh, you know, I'm... My name's um, Kathy, and I was adopted. And I was just wondering if you knew An um, Andrea Smith. And he said, "Yes, that's my daughter." And um, in that first phone call, he gave me her name, her address, her phone number, date of birth, a lot of information about her. And um, I thought, oh, gee, this was just too easy, you know. I couldn't believe it. So um, that kind of got the ball rolling then. So, mm. What a wonderful journey. So you did meet her at last? Uh, no, no. I rang, you know, when I rang the the um, grandfather, well, he would have been my grandfather, he, he didn't know anything about it absolutely nothing and he said why are you leaving it this late in life to contact us why didn't you let us know sooner and fortunately he was in Cairns we're in Townsville so we decided to go up and meet him so we met him and um oh he he was a bit of an eccentric fella he played the mouth organ and really lovely <clears throat> and uh it just so happened that he had a brother in um Magnetic Island which is just off Townsville here so for the sake of the show, I'll call him Kelvin. So we met Kelvin. We went over to the island and, and met Kelvin as well. And Kelvin would always be getting these relatives from down south and um, coming in because he lived at the island. They'd be staying with him, a great place to, to have a holiday. And um, got to know him really well. And <laughs> the interesting thing was he would be telling um all of his relatives to come and come and meet Kathy. You know, you, you should meet Kathy. I should mention here too that before before this, when I found out about um, um, uh, Andrew and his daughter, I once I got that uh, address, I did send her a letter, and in the letter I just explained how brave she was because you know at that time when. 
um, you had children, there was a little bit of a social stigma attached to it and how brave she was to, to be able to um, give up that baby so that, you know, that baby would have a really good life. And I have, so I explained that, you know, I, I really appreciated that decision that she made. But at this stage, I would really love to meet her. And I sent her a couple of photos of me and my baby photos and a couple of photos of our family, my husband and my kids as well. And she sent the letter back and on the back of it, it had, you have the wrong person. So that was a little bit disappointing. But from um, my understanding, from um, what Andrew, her father, had said was, She'd had a bit of a difficult life. She'd never married. Um, she had a bad car accident when she was 22 and the front part of her scalp was thrown, cut back and, you know, she, she could have had, well, she had serious head injuries. So, you know, I'm thinking, well, you know, she could be in denial but she could also have some kind of, um, you know, difficulty remembering or whatever. So, um, you know, I, I just respected that decision but at the same time as I said I had this um um uh, Kelvin over at the island introducing me to all of these new people and, and you know I'm thinking oh my family's just growing and growing and growing and and it was lovely because they were so accepting of me you know and um so um uh after that I um didn't worry about uh, very much at all. Kelvin over at the island, he came over to um, over to um, Townsville to a nursing home. So I would go and visit him, you know, fairly regularly every Friday. I'd try to go and go and see him. And um, eventually he passed away. Um, Andrew passed away as well. That was my grandfather. So I went, we took um, Kelvin to to his funeral in Innisfale and um, we were able to, um, you know, take Kelvin and, and he appreciated that. And then Kelvin passed away and it was at a time when COVID was on so a lot of the relatives couldn't come up. So, um, you know, we I did one of the eulogies for one of the family for that as well. So a whole time of connections, beginnings and endings all at the same time. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's interesting it started in midlife for you, you know, the search and the journey. And also with a hysterectomy. I, I myself went through that and I know other women who've done that and it's, um, how it sort of changes that uh, gives them a little bit more energy, as you say, and able to move forward. You went on to become... Um, uh, to, to do a degree in child guidance, parent and child guidance, master of child guidance. Yes, yeah, counselling. Yeah, I did. And um, I wonder, was there anything about your own experiences that led you to working with parents and children? Well, I guess families have always been really important because I was so lucky to be brought up in such a uh, a loving family and and being given those opportunities. And I think. The first real eye-opener for me was when I did a prac at school, um, at one of the schools in Brisbane, and, um, you know, I, I was listening to these morning talks and, you know, the kids would get up and say, 
well, my mother and my father, well, he's not really my father. He's my father for the week. We went down to the beach the other day and, you know, I'd kind of think, what, just back up here, what did you just say? And, of course, that was just totally out of my even thinking that there would be a case like that. And, of course, over the years I've heard a lot of sad cases and a lot of um, similar kind of stories from from kids. And, um, yeah, I've always had an interest in in parents and parenting and, um, you know, parenting is really difficult and, and there's no rule book for parenting. And, you know, a lot of the time parents don't realise, you know, the importance of, their influences in their lives and um, if I can help with you know some strategies or some ideas that will be able to make that easier for them then um, you know that's my gift I hope you know. That's really wonderful Kathy and you know you, you've really taken on the role of an elder yeah. moving through midlife into into that becoming the wise woman and sharing your wisdom with others what would you want to tell women moving into menopause today? What would be something that you could tell them that helps them to realise that the journey is a very precious one and very important? Well, you know, Anne, I always say to my clients, you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting. That's one of my favourite sayings. So, and it applies to me too. So I'm always learning new things or trying to find out um, new things about myself or new ways of doing things so that I can pass them on to my clients as well. So, you know, it, it's it's an interesting journey and we can make the most of it. We can make it as boring as we like or we can make it as exciting where we've got choices. So, you know, if we can choose to do things that are going to, to make us happy and make those around us happy or, you know, give back to other people or make other people's lives more interesting, then you know, that's what we've got to do. That's the gift, isn't it? And uh, just looking at your life and um, I, th- I think if only women would realise that they have a gift to give and, yes, it's ups and downs. Mm. You know, you had a beautiful childhood, you had a, a rough sort of coming into menopause with heavy bleeding, the same as I did. Uh, but it's making the most of all our experiences and turning them into gold for the afternoon of life. Mm, absolutely ongoing journey which is so important yeah well for me life didn't begin at 40 it was 50 or 60 or 65 or something so yeah so like you I might be keeping going for another 20 years and keep doing what I'm doing I love it yeah no it's 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 about continually being there for others and and giving out Oh, it's been wonderful talking to you. I wish we had a, a little bit longer to, to do this. Oh, it's but all right. We'll have to share again, Kathy. And uh, by, the, by the way, Anne, a little birdie told me it was somebody having a birthday this week. I think a lot of people are having birthdays this week. But somebody <laughs> special that I'm talking to right now is having a birthday this That's week. That's true. <laughs> so happy birthday. What day is it? It's on Wednesday, on the second of March. Oh. What our listeners might know is that I'm actually turning eighty. Well, so. I didn't want to mention that because I didn't know whether you want that. <laughs> no, it's, it's to say that That's we continue to grow, and absolutely. all those experiences make us who we are today. Mm, absolutely. And, and just to let you all know, and you might be interested in this too, Kathy, that um, we have a new book coming out. I've just got a chapter, and it. it's called "The Potent Power of Menopause," and it's globally diverse perspectives of feminine transformation 
And the authors in the book are from around the world. All of us have written a chapter about that journey. So if any of you as listeners want to uh, know exactly when the book's ready and you want to have your name down to get one, do let us know either on Fabulous 50s and more or email me at anne at annemoyabussy.com. And Cathy, how can people get in touch with you, particularly those parents moving into the middle of life who would maybe like to have some of your advice? Uh, well, I do have a website and it's Cathy with a K, kathydonaldson.com. .au, so they're welcome to go in there and make an inquiry. Um, I'm just having it updated at the moment, my uh, website, so um, I'm looking forward to having an exciting new image. So, um, But that that's uh, probably in the next couple of weeks. But you can still access the old one. So um, I'd love to hear from anybody that would, um, would like to have a chat and, um, yeah, maybe take up some of the things, the programs that I offer. I'm offering a couples intensive program at the moment and um, that's doing quite well as well. That's really great. Thank you, Cathy, so much. And you'll see when you open up the podcast that Cathy's details will be below too so you can check in. And do get in touch with this beautiful woman. She's doing so <laughs> much for so many people. Oh. So thank you so much, Cathy, and uh, I hope we can talk to you again soon. And to all our beautiful listeners, do get in touch with all of us and keep in touch. And we look forward to talking with you again in a couple of weeks' time. And have a lovely birthday on Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye now. You've been listening to Alchemy in the Midlife Kitchen with Dr. Anne Moyer Bussey. We look forward to your company next episode. I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.